The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I'm a student of the game. I say training. I say mentally sharp. God glory. Tyron Woodley, ladies and gentlemen. Hernandez nearly out that Donald Cowboy Ladies and gentlemen, the future Hall of Famer, the legend, Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's <laughs> dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Amazing card coming up this Saturday. Uh, Tyron Woodley against Colby Covington. We have Tyron Woodley calling in shortly. And then uh, Cowboy Cerrone, who is in the... Uh, in the co-main event against Nico Price, which is a oh, really, really fun fight. Yes. That, if you don't object, maybe right before Tyron calls or until we get him, we can talk about the uh, the Dana White Contender Series. Uh, the results yes. are in. Uh, yes. The Jimmy. Yes. Uh, fun fights. Yes. I like that Danielle Wolf. And she fought. I don't know if you remember. You remember Randy Brown's trainer, Nardu? Yes, I do. And say Nardu. Yeah. yeah. He was in the corner of her opponent. Oh, okay. Um, let me get. I'm, I'm pulling it up uh, right Tanisha now. Tanisha Tennant. Yes, of course. Tanisha. Yeah. You know what I was going to say about the, the about the show that right. really stands out? Talk about no participation trophies with Dana. That's right. Uh, no, it's the, one of the, my favorite. And listen. And I'll, listen, I'll, I want everybody to achieve their dreams. But when they're all sitting back there, and it's great when they get the contract. Isn't that fun, Jimmy? Yeah. You know what's not fun and very awkward? Ooh. When they don't get the contract. And they still have to sit there. And they're just... <laughs> It's they like, can't oh just my get up goodness, and can't they just, couldn't they have something like a dunking tank where they just, you're out of here, they dunk them, and the other guys get to walk off. I don't know, or else, you know what, let them go outdoor B, and then the winners go outdoor A. They stay there, and they can't say, you know what, F you, Dana, you didn't like me. No, yeah. They want to make it there one day. And they, so they also have to listen to other guys it. getting the contracts. It's like, listen, I'm just talking as a guy watching, as a fan. It could be a little awkward in a in a fun way. But he beat. It says here that uh, Gregory Rodriguez defeated Jordan, but he didn't. Jordan Williams TKO'd Gregory Rodriguez. Uh, Wait, are you saying that our notes are wrong? Uh, yes, it's saying that he TKO'd uh, uh, Jordan, but he did not. T Jordan uh, TKO'd him in the first round and ran around screaming, "Where's my contract?" And you kind of knew he was going to get it. 
Um, he deserved it. And uh, really, uh, Colin uh, Anglin over Mohammed uh, Nayamov, great fight. And you, um, Dana, Jimmy, like I'm sorry, the, Jimmy, you're being you're very very lenient with our producers with that fuck up. Um, you're very nice. You're well, very I figured nice that person. I could get to the second fuck up where they said that uh, um, Corey Cuppy beat Michael Lombardo. Uh, I believe it was Lombardo who won on a decision. Leave this in. Don't take this out, motherfuckers. This is your punishment. Corey Cuppy did lose that fight to Lombardo. It was a, a decision. Um, neither one of those guys got a contract. Lombardo did. I guess he didn't show Dana enough. Oh, shit. Is that the one? Uh, Lombardo is the one. Yes. And Corey's the big, lanky, six-foot-something. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, who was kind of doing and that he was thing. Saying how, he kept saying, it's funny, Lombardo kept saying how, hey, man, he's just an awkward guy to fight. Big, but you're gonna run into those guys. The thing is, this he goes, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's all about the W. He was kind of saying, and I know that Bisping was saying. He, he was saying kind of like, I know what I heard what Bisping was saying, and you know, it, you know, it's an awkward guy to fight, you know. But I beat him. It's all about beating him. That's not necessarily true on the Dana White Contender Series. It's right. not just about the W. And I thought they kind of made that clear. You're not if you eke out a decision. You most likely not, but it's one thing—a hard-fought decision. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you're winning and you're controlling on the ground, you're not really trying to improve your position. It's not like you're trying to pass. You're not doing devastating damage in his guard. You might win the battle, but Lombardo, you lost the war. Is what's going on here? If you win a Michelle Waterson Angela Hill decision, there you go. You well, know, you, you get you get. In. By the way, by the way. Look, the other guy won Matt. the decision. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Who, Driscoll? Kyle Driscoll. Uh, who got the contract. Yeah. Uh, yes. No, Kyle he, did not get one. No, not Kyle. The other – was that a finish, though, he got? I'm thinking of – No, unanimous one. decision over uh, Paiva. Oh, uh, yes. And then beat uh, Naimov and got a decision. And, and Naimov, by the way, Muhammad, uh, Dana liked him, too. Well, says, that was well, a, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's a difference between him winning a decision and Labardo winning that decision. And again, yeah. man, Labardo, you just got to – Go in there, look to finish this motherfucker. And, and, we're, and, and we're bringing Tyron in now, but I, I got to say, Bisping is so good at calling the fights because he, he was saying that too. Like, guys, you got to, like, you're, it's not just about uh, getting the W. No. You're right. It's, it's about you got to take risks. a little Jimmy. something extra because you're yes. fighting for a contract. Yes, you have to take risks on that show. Let's get, let's get Woodley on. We got Tyron Woodley on the phone. How you doing, guys? Good. How are you? He's got the chosen one as his screen name there. And I was so tempted to put Kamora Savage. I go, oh, I'm about to put Matt, you know? I just did that, too, because I just uploaded on my iPad because we know how me and the Wi-Fi in the yeah. show gets. You and the you Wi-Fi got issues. <laughs> how you doing, Jim? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good, man. How how you feel? This fight, like, I, I didn't even really see this one coming up. How long has this fight been? I'm sure it has been, but there's so many fights, and maybe we're just focusing on what's happening that week. But this is one I, I you know, well, I just... could have been a little bit more in your ear, but, you know, it was a little quiet this time around. So I just allowed it to be silent because, for me, it allowed me to focus. I didn't have to get into all the back and forth and all the BS. So, you know, a lot of people didn't recognize it was coming up that soon. There wasn't a lot of... Wasn't a lot of push behind it. Wasn't a lot of back and forth. Like we're doing a press conference tomorrow. I'm like, we should have did that a long time ago. Yeah, but you know what I'm thinking? So I'm like, nothing to say now. I want to. It's time to fight. Yeah, yeah. Tyron. I don't. I, am I? Th I'm thinking possibly because just like when when we heard that. Oh shoot! It's that's coming up this Saturday. I think this fight is so exciting for the fans because this is a. I mean, they talk about grudge matches and 
I mean, some of that, a lot of the grudge matches, a lot of it's like manufactured, like bullshit. This is real. Like you guys yeah. really don't like, first of all, nobody likes that motherfucker, but you really yeah. don't like him. <laughs> and you, you know, you're not going to let this guy, there's one thing to get beat. Nobody likes to lose in there, but getting beat by a class act like Kamara Usman is like, ah, it sucks. But afterwards he's hugging your mother. And you know, I mean, it's a little less, yeah, you I know, that, listen, this guy will not be a good winner. It's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't let this guy be a winner. Yeah, and and the good thing the good thing about this fight is is not so much that I got so much against him. I just hate what he stands for. Like you can be yourself, whether you're on the show, whether you're in the grocery store. This is Matt Sarah, and you're okay with that, and it's enough. He feels that he's not enough as is that he has to create a character. And when you fail at being the heel, you're trying to make yourself the heel, and you're failing at it. That's pretty embarrassing. So I want to fight what he stands for. For all the people that think they got to do what Connor did or do what Chell did or do what you did or do what anybody does to try to get some attention, it's kind of embarrassing. Be yourself. And if that's not enough, then maybe you shouldn't be in the sport. So he's, he's – I don't know what he's going to do tomorrow. I'm really focused on the fight. I'm kind of zeroed in. But you're right. Losing to Kamara and Gilbert, them two names right there. Classy just, guys. Don't sound like somebody you want to lose to. But losing to a Kobe, no. <laughs> that that would be like that would be like losing to like Frank Trigger somebody. You can't have that. Man, you can't lose to yeah. an asshole. Yeah, you know, and it's weird, man. I wonder if he got lost on who he really is because I know in the beginning he was kind of even breaking down the like the fourth wall and being like, ah, people don't realize I'm being a heel. Like kind of like letting people know, like, yeah. hey, man, he kind of let. So that's a no, no. But he is kind of doing a decent job. Yeah, everybody <laughs> does hate the guy. Like, everybody yeah. does hate the guy. Whether he's, like, I know he's trying to play the heel, but, you know, I don't know. I just, you just don't he like that face. You know, he, he's taking the curtain away. If you're going to do it, do it. You got to sell out. Yes. You got to go ten toes down. You got to go balls out. You don't take the curtain up and tell people what you're doing. Like, he's on, he's on, like, the fight short thing with Rashad, and he's, like, literally, like, telling him, oh, this is an act, and da 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 and the girls that he's, you know, paying to be there, they don't even want to do it. He's like, here, let me put my arm around you. She's like, no, you can't put your fucking arm around me. You don't even know that name. So it was like, <laughs> That's it's kind of embarrassing. But, but for me, it was good because I thought when this fight actually happened, I thought it was going to be so much back and forth, so much PR, so much stuff that distracted me from just training. So he's been very, 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 very quiet. Have you heard anything? We haven't heard a peep out of him for this fight. Not Because now he has to live up to the shit that he's taught. He remembers what it's like training with me when I used to pay him to come in there to take the L on a daily basis. He remembers that. So now he's training his ass off because he can't talk all this shit for two years plus and then go out here and get steamed by me. So that's good for me because I've been doing the same thing. I've been training. I've been prepared mentally, physically, emotionally, blocking out everything that, that, that is not going to help me get to the victory. And, you know, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't hold any punches. We had everything that we needed for this camp everybody that we needed for this camp plus more you know what i also I mean? think it's part, oh sorry oh, man, i think part of it is that there's fights every week too so, so since there's so much activity that uh, every week they're just focused on, okay promote this week promote that week promote that week and then all of a sudden this amazing fight comes up your co-main event uh, uh nico against cowboy is great this is a, this is a really really good fight card yeah. uh johnny walker is coming back after two losses uh after being undefeated so there's a lot, a lot to watch on this card. Uh, how are you feeling going in? I feel great, man. I can't lie to you. I feel great. 
Um, I saw a seven on the scale on, on was it what I get Tuesday Tuesday. So Tuesday before um, before I flew out my last workout at home, I was one seventy nine. I'm never one seventy nine. I'm being transparent. Like I've been one ninety six. I've been the lowest I've ever been is one eighty three. So I'm not a small welterweight. Like I'm actually one of the bigger welterweights in the division. The sport is starting to lean towards where guys are leaner. Like Kobe probably should be a lightweight, but he's just not disciplined enough to cut the weight and get down there. But like for me, everything. So when I saw that seven, I'm like, it's go time because, you know, they just telling me that I'm doing everything right. The weekend I didn't let, you know, sometimes that, that weekend right before fight weekend, I'm like, I'm with my family. I'm eating out with them. You know what I mean? I'm going to get the weight off. Now look, Monday morning, I'm like 196. I'm like, oh, shit. So this time I didn't do that. You know, I was focused all the way up into the last bubble. People got very excited when they saw on Instagram that you were training with Jorge Masvidal. How did that come about? Because people get, oh, look at that. I like him. Oh, and my I like God. Him. They've I never did. trained before, even though they was teammates, and they trained together every day for five years straight. I'm so trained with guys- Jorge Masvidal. Then I, then I trained with Ben Askren. You're like, oh, he just fought Usman. He, you know, he in the same weight class, but we also been on the same banner for a long time, for a very long time. I trained Eve Edwards to fight against him, right? When Eve lost that fight, Jorge Masvidal had already just joined American Top Team. I was American Top Team, and Eve was about to join. He hadn't even joined yet. That's how far back. The second Eve joined American Top Team, me and Masvidal was training together. We were sparring together every single day. It was a group of us. It was me. Luigi Fioravanti, Eve Edwards, um, Tiago Alves, Dean Thomas, Chandler, and a few other people. That was our, that was our group. So he hit me up and was like, hey, dude, um, what's a good place to stay? And I'll be there Monday. <laughs> so That's I'm great, like, man. All right, cool. Fuck it. Come out. So he pulled up Monday. We had a good week. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go home for my kids for a couple of days. I'll be back Monday again. He came back out Monday. It's just the accountability because – who knows Kobe better than him? Nobody. Exactly. His, bo- his boxing coach, Kobe, everything that he does, you know what I mean? He's trained with him. He knows all his tricks. He knows his mindset. He knows his anxieties. And just is another bridge that he burned, you know what I mean? So many bridges that this kid's burned, you know, with John. John used to be his roommate in college. He burned that bridge. Burned the bridge with me. John Jones, that is. Yeah. And George burned the bridge with American Top Team. And, and a lot of the Brazilian fighters at American Top Team just – you know, your whole team is built off of Brazilian fighters pretty much. And then the stuff he was doing, he just, he just, he should name himself the, uh, the bridge burner. The bridge burner. Didn't he say, he said some nasty <laughs> stuff about John, like personally, not like, not like just about him as a fighter, but like stuff, like, like stuff, like, why would you say that shit as a guy? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, John's a better man than me because there's some stuff that John can say about him that he chose not to. So, I mean, the, the wrestling, the wrestling community is very small. Um, it's not like it's, 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 it's news to us about some of the antics of Kobe when he was in um, junior college with John and roommates with him. But at the end of the day, John's a better man than me. You see, I don't like hey, – listen, if people want to make it a circus, they want to act a little like a buffoon and hype up the fight, that's one thing. But there's certain things. I think Mike Perry's got a new girlfriend now, but he's his old girlfriend. Once I yeah, saw like Kobe like taking yeah. shots at somebody's girlfriend and stuff, it's like now you're making it. Now you're making it something else. No wonder why fucking Ali and Usman are attacking you at a buffet. You know, of course. What do you expect? I don't yeah, know. That, that's that's out of pocket. He didn't. You know? and, and that's he. When you when you willing to take yourself to that realm, 
of out-of-pocketness just for a, a laugh, just for whatever, then you've lost yourself because it's one thing to try to make yourself the hill and fail and then have to tell everybody you're being, hey, I'm being the hill, guys. Knock, knock, pay attention to me. But when you're willing to do things that are racial, willing to do things that are just socially unacceptable, willing to cross the bro line and talk about – where I'm from in St. Louis, you can get shot for that. You know what I mean? Like I, I told the UFC when actually Usman was fighting in St. Louis against – I forgot some Viking-looking guy. He was fighting somebody in St. Louis, and they were going to bring Kobe there. And I was like, don't bring Kobe to St. Louis because I put like a bag on his head basically saying that, you know what, me and him going to fight next. And people were texting me and asking me, what's the ticket? What's the ticket? So I'm like, you don't want to bring him to St. Louis because people in St. Louis don't play about me. He may not leave the place. So, so you can play those games, but it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be a risk that you got to take. And it's, it may not be good for you. So I think he probably should calm down a little bit and, and really just focus on he's a good fighter. You know what I mean? And just be a good fighter. And if that's not enough, then try to plan some good exit strategies when you leave this thing to maybe do something different. Tomorrow at the – today, the, tomorrow at the press conference, you yeah. know right now he's rehearsing his lines. Do you give two shits? Oh, my God, or, I'm going to make him sound stupid. I'm going to make him look stupid. Because you're, <laughs> you're an MC. Because you, you know how it is to work in front of, in front of one uh, of these mics. Everything that he does is scripted. He's – like right now, I'm wondering, like, you know what I mean, how much water I can drink. And he's sitting in the mirror like, like he's really in the mirror with a fucked up looking suit and, and a MAGA hat practicing. <laughs> hey, Tyron, all, all you're doing press all day, I'm sure. Let's just do two let's seconds. Let's just, take a, let's just take a little step away from the fight for two seconds. Uh, anything but fighting, I don't know. Let's music. You like music. music. Hey, you like music. music. Is there anything? Listen, we're concentrating on the fight. But listen, 24 yeah. hours a day, you got to let your mind get off that. Let's say after the fight, is there any new singles coming out or anything that we, the, that Jimmy gets to look forward to? You know I can't wait. I love your that's music. Right. Like, is there something that's going to be dropping soon without Jimmy, giving you anything that, away? You know that that's there as your co-host. You know I me. Mean? I would never try to take that away from you guys. But I needed to borrow Matt Sarah just for a quick little small second. Oh, my goodness. To fall in and out of love. Did you Everybody hear that, Jimmy? So much attention, good attention, bad attention, negative attention. I said, fuck it. So I went and did the track. We're going to be dropping this song. We got a nice video coming out. And it's actually featuring Matt Sarah. What? Wait, what? Hey, wow. I know. I got to act hey, like I'm surprised. Catch out the hat. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, did you hear? I did. This is huge news. You've been dropping hints. So I, but I didn't know Matt there was Sarah. a video. They call me the vault. I don't say anything. Hey. You know, hey, you know what? Well, I know it, and I appreciate that because you know, in this music thing, you got to be quiet. People get these tracks leaked, and you know, what I mean, they got these dates where they want to drop it, but very, very soon, you will see a video falling in and out of love, featuring Matt Sarah. Now, listen, Jimmy, this Matt, is what I have to. I add. can't wait to see what Matt's doing in the video. Well, Jimmy, you're gonna have to be patient. We're gonna <laughs> have to do music the video, business. Matt. We like to give little, like, little tidbits and get people. Like, what is he doing? Yeah, is he singing? Is he saying something? We don't. I don't know. Maybe I do know. But let's let the audience get excited. But let me ask yeah, you, with that song, In and Out of Love, because I loved it from the second yes, he did. I heard yes, it. He did. Jimmy could vouch yes, that. Because I, I couldn't stop shutting the fuck up and singing it. I yeah. couldn't stop. It's very catchy. I love that fucking verse. Yeah. It started with just you doing that little, like, that little riff, and then a song blossomed out of that. Yes? 
Yeah. It wasn't a song altogether. You know, you know, the funny thing is, a lot of people don't understand music. Yes. And for me, I'm not like Kobe. I'm very confident in who I am and what I do. Yeah. So I didn't feel the need to explain. But when you're using effects and using auto-tunes and you can actually hear the audio and what I'm doing to my voice, you couldn't hear that. So I went on live and I had the headphones on and I was giving you guys a riff. It was the first time I really started to mess with auto-tunes. And everybody heard my dry voice and they took that screen grab from the live I did on Instagram and they made a meme out of it. So I actually had fun with it. So every day, like when I say every day, there's nothing I do that somebody underneath goes falling in and out and then I'll finish the sentence in and out of love with you. So I finish it for him. So it's like an ongoing thing. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? Attention is attention. Why not bust them upside the head with actually a dope ass track using that? And then people are going to go to it because they want it to sound shitty. They're going to go to it because they, what is, what is, Matt Sarah's in it now? You know, I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know what it's going to sound like, but they're going to go to it now. So fuck it. That's a, that's a, that's how you have to reinvent the engine. I mean, reinvent the wheel. Attention is attention. And by, and by the way, shocked. can I say, can I start, yeah. Matt? Can I say that you, you, you can borrow Matt? You talk about borrowing Matt whenever you need Matt. What, <laughs> what are you saying? I, I like will that? drive Matt to the airport. What, <laughs> hey, stop it. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> because I know it makes you feel good. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. You're welcome. Matt. And Matt, I just want to say this after this video, you have many, many more of this kind after that. I've already been kind of putting, putting a little douses here and there out there. You have a very, very significant voice. If we turn out the lights, in any place, and they hear that voice, they're going to know it's Matt Sarah. So we're going to try to find a way for you to monetize that. Jimmy, I, I see how Tyron, see that? It just builds me up. Yeah. You know, I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Tyron. And uh, uh -huh. how's our buddy Dean Thomas doing? He's doing well. He just hit me up. We, we off quarantine. We all are negative for COVID. So we, we had to get locked in our rooms. Last time it wasn't like that. So we could not leave. I opened up the door because, you know, I'm, I'm always going to go against the grain. So oh. I'm, like, cracking the door, and the security guy's like, sir, you can't come out of your room. I'm oh. like, boom. I hate when people try to tell me what to do. But Dean hey. hit me up and was like, we free? You want to go work out? You want to go train? I'm like, yeah, I got to do, like, interviews at 3 o'clock. So we'll train the second, that today. The second I touch down in Vegas, I know I'm going to be quarantined. The drive is always great. I go, guys, the nearest dispensary. Listen. I got arthritis. I'm going to be in Trade. my room watching Netflix and, hey, and UFC Ola, Fight Pass, listening to Ola. his new single. I make the most out of my quarantine. Because shit, yeah. man, I'm sitting there staring at the wall. Like, what am I going to do? Well, but, unfortunately, I can't do that because Usada's going to be banging on my door looking for some dried up urine. Hopefully, I was thinking this morning, like, if they come here now, they're not going to get 90 fucking milligrams, milliliters, whatever. They're not getting that out of me right now. So yeah. they're going to have to just follow me around all day. Hey, can I ask about USADA too? Because a lot of guys have been getting uh, popped for in in um, in competition use, but it's after for injuries. How far after do people start using it when that starts to count against them? And when do they test you? Like, is there a way for I them to the, test I you right you, after? You mean like the you mean like the, the weed? Yeah, or just in general? No, no. But for I most mean, people, I weed. think I think in your system is from Tuesday until Saturday. So I don't know who the person is, depending on how much fast you got, whatever. You got to make sure that it's out of your system before that Tuesday comes. So if you a person that carries a lot of fat, like, you know, um, gasoline, he probably just tried to cut it too too quick. He probably was four weeks out, you know, had his last joint three or four weeks out. And then unfortunately it was still into the system and it was stored in those cells. But if you like six to eight weeks out and you didn't, you know, smoke anything or do any edibles or whatever, and then sometimes you don't know what's in there. Like an edible may have way more 
THC than it says on the thing. You don't know. Nobody knows. And and then it depends on where you fight it. In Vegas, they say you can have X amount. Who knows that? Like, who knows? Right. You can have 100 unigrams. I don't know what the fuck a unigram is. I just know I don't want to go out here and beat Kobe's ass. And then come Saturday, it's a no contest. So I just completely walk away from it until the fight's over with. And then it'd be something to celebrate. We're, sorry, weren't there guys that were, were doing it after and getting popped? Like, because it was within the window? I don't window? think so. Oh, okay. It was always before. For some reason, so. I was under the impression they were it, doing it, it, it after. May, it may be a two or three day window. It may be it may be to Sunday or Monday or something like that. I don't know for sure. But under, under what I've been ex, um, explaining, I think it's that Tuesday when you check in to Saturday. So after that, I think it's, it's all good. Hey, Tyron, I heard Gerald Mershart was hanging out with you guys. He was giving Dean Thomas yeah, some compliments. Yeah, man, Gerald came in for a couple of days to train. You know, he looks good. He looks sharp. Big he underdog. He's always got a tough fight against him. He's had tough fights in the gym, you know, before he even freaking got in the UFC. He helped me win two world titles, so I'm always going to be rooting for him. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Like, Chimaev is really good. But I'm always interested in when a guy who's like undefeated, eight and zero, nine and zero, comes up against a guy who has fought everybody. What what happens? And a lot yeah. of times, I don't think it's a hype train. I think he's really good. But when you see like yeah. a veteran who is who's you know who's got X amount of fights in the UFC, it's always interesting to see how a, a younger fighter responds to that. Yeah, and it's, and it's always good to see how somebody responds to a fighter that won't go away. Sometimes you 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 always used to be in a, the hammer and you hit somebody with a punch, or you slam somebody, and they just, it's just too much for him because his style seemed like he overwhelms people. But Gerald's is kind of relaxed. You know, you started with Deron Wynn. Deron Wynn is a freight train too, but if you can't get somebody out there in, in the one or two rounds that you thought that the fight was going to be over with and they still around, Gerald still can sink in that choke. Gerald still can kick you in the body and put you down. He still can counterpunch you. He still can press you to the point where you give him openings. And it's a reason why he got the most submissions in, uh, in the middleweight division. He can fight off his back also. And we Man, never, good off his back. Hey, we never seen anybody weather that storm yet. The storm's yeah. been too much. They crack, you know, they fold. Yeah. Gerald's, Gerald's hard to fold, man. That's going to be and very... It's a, and it's a tough fight for Gerald. He knows that going in, but I think I think the, the his opponent don't recognize how much of a, uh, a challenge is going to be for him. And that's, that's actually what I think Gerald's advantage is that. Gerald yeah. knows but he's up against, and he's accepted that. This guy's undefeated, and he's tough. Like, I mean, he got – like, I think his striking is good as well. Like, I've seen him hit the pass. I haven't really seen it into play, but his 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 IQ as far as, like, getting the pass and stuff seems pretty solid. You add that with some very aggressive wrestling, you know, he's probably well-rounded. And when I, you mentioned St. Louis, too, and I've only been there once or twice doing gigs – but is that? I guess there are certain areas that are pretty rough in St. Louis. I mean, I just I, I probably didn't spend time there. But um, is that St. Louis is the number one murder murder city in the United States? Is it really? Wow, I thought it was Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. No, St. Louis. I mean, it's really? a lot of places that are super rough. You know, um, I grew up in Ferguson. The actual street where the riot happened on is my street, so that's why I grew up at. So it's rough areas, but it's nice areas as well, and, and it's something I'm proud to call home. Um, I think a lot of the adversity of St. Louis built me to who I am. The reason why I'm not really scared of anybody to fight because I've been in so I've been in 30 street fights in my life, growing up, gang banging, and just fighting because your friend was fighting, or fighting because somebody tried to fight you, or you know, we used to fight each other for fun, bare knuckle. And for me, I think it made me mentally the way that I am. That now I'm not. I'm never afraid of who I'm fighting. I'm always afraid of not competing to my level or letting my coaches down, or, you know, Matt, I don't know if you've ever felt this, but sometimes when you get in the octagon, 
that motherfucker just feel big. You feel <laughs> big and you be like, can't breathe. And it's like so far from you and your opponent, you know he want to punch you in your face. And that anxiety sometimes is really all I ever fear. So I've been actually working on that. You know what I mean? Getting in there, thinking about it, breathing, crossing a line, you know what I mean? And minimizing the moment. Because it's not, you're not afraid. It's not being punched or being injured that you're afraid of. Never it's, afraid of that. Right. Um, it's the other part. Yeah. It's that I know how great I could be. And sometimes I don't allow it to come out. And I just hate it. You know what I mean? That's, that's the, the worst feeling ever when you go in there. It's been times where people are like, oh my God, you look so great. Oh my God, I can't believe you did it. And I'm thinking to myself, I held back. I could have did this. I didn't do that. You know what I mean? It's not being overcritical. It's just, I feel in my body do this. And then sometimes I do it and sometimes I don't. And I've just been working on making sure that I go. Whenever I feel I could go, what's the worst thing going to happen? Is my motherfucker going to knock me out? No. He going to freaking hump my leg and my leg's going to melt because he pumped it so many times? No. So why, why not go? So that's kind of what we've been focusing on. Do what the fuck you want to do because you want to do it because you're the best in the world. Fuck yeah. Yeah, this, I'm really, really looking yeah. forward to this fight. And um, it must be nice to know that everyone is rooting for you. <laughs> and you know what's funny? <laughs> this, is, this is something new. I'm not going to get used to it too quick because they can go right back to booing my ass, but it is kind of refreshing, you know what I mean? To actually have some people ride for you and cheer for you. And how does it feel to be fighting a guy too? Because again, has it been a while since you fought a guy that there was some general or genuine animosity with? This is the only guy that I've ever yeah, fought in my say. life. I've always been waiting for this kind of fight because the UFC based, if you're a draw, based on the views. And the views are based on really press conferences when you really think about it. I don't care how nice George St. Pierre was. If you don't get into a Matt Hughes or BJ Penn or Diaz, nobody's going to run up these pay-per-views crazy. You know what I mean? So you, you have to be... You have to be in a situation where, you know, either you lose to a guy and it's a comeback. Like, you, Matt, Sarah, knock you out, and everybody want to see if you can get back, you know, get back at him. That's how you build your name. And I wish for the pay-per-view, I wish if this was a fight that I had as champion and I had a real press conference and a real audience, I think we could have did, did some decent numbers. I'm not going to say we would have did a million buys. That's very hard to do. It takes a lot of variables to do that. But I think we probably could have did 300 to 500 to 600,000 buys on, on just me and him alone without a, without a strong undercard. Yeah, I think, I think you're right, too, because part of yeah. it seems like uh, the guys who really are, are huge, people buy it to watch you win, and then the other people will buy it to watch you lose. But the thing yeah. is, like with a guy like Chael, it, was, it felt very genuine. Like if you know Chael, he's yeah. just naturally or Connor. And I he think just, he's the best. Let's be real. He's better than Connor. He's the, best, he's the best. He's the best at doing the talking thing. Yeah. He's yes. just too smart. He's too calculated. He's on his toes at all times. And then <laughs> even if you know he's fucking around, it makes you feel good. Like, yeah, you want to ride for him. Yeah. And it wasn't like low class. Even when he would, yeah. <laughs> even when he was having Anderson, Anderson Silva, he's like, Tell the wife that he to make the, the the steak medium rare. Yeah, like he just he would just yeah for the barbecue. <laughs> tell him yeah. I like my steak medium. He would say it was definitely kind of funny the way he would just say. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's when Anderson invited him to like a barbecue, right? That's a big deal in Brazil to be invited to a barbecue. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean he was funny. He was just and he was smart and he did it at the right time of his career. And you know it, it set him up. Like Kobe's not setting himself up. Like, think about that. He's not setting himself up for what, what Chelsea didn't set himself up for. He's setting himself up to be retired and look stupid. 
And Chael's broadcasting is very good. And I was watching a little bit of his podcast yeah. uh, he was doing, and he's really good. Like, you know what I mean? He just, he, he's, he's really he, honest. He's really good. To talk. He's honest, smart. He's smart. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to have some goodwill because people, no one's going to want to talk to you and you're finished if you're only yeah. uh, the type of guy he is. I'm looking True. forward to this a lot. Uh, and again, is. there's a lot of fights on this card that I'm looking forward to. All right, Tyron. Listen, man. Uh, we're going to have, listen, we'll have you back either way soon uh, afterwards. But uh, I know, you know, we're going to be. We got to come back and debut the song. We're going to have to debut the song. We have to. Is what I'm getting we at. Do that. And the video. But I, I want to see the video. The video, Jimmy. I don't want to give nothing away. With the, I don't know if you did. Gave anything away with the video? Nothing. Uh, Tyron, did you give anything away with what? He did, uh, you he did no. Can I just mm, say all, something though? I say so. I'm not gonna give it away. I was so impressed with what I that what you showed me. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait to see a little bit more, which means uh, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, so yeah. What are you talking about Jimmy? the video, right? Yes, Jimmy. But okay. we don't know exactly. Why are you smiling, Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy, this might be it for me, Jimmy. I might just go off to Hollywood and then I don't know. All right, listen, Tyron. Hey, man, we love you, man. Do your thing. Yeah. Say hello to you, Thomas. Good Take luck on, uh, on Saturday, man. Really looking forward to it. I right, appreciate you guys. This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by P3, the official protein snack of the UFC. P3 portable protein packs are a savory and crunchy combination of three dynamic sources of protein from meat, cheese, and nuts. Each P3 pack contains up to 13 grams of protein, and they come in great tasting combinations like turkey, almond, and Colby Jack. P3. Three dynamic ways to fuel your day with protein-packed meat, cheese, and nuts, because three is better than one. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Let's get into our fight picks. Yeah, which one should we start? Uh, We can start at the bottom and work our way up. You know, the first fight, Kevin Holland versus Darren Stewart. Okay. I'm taking Kevin Holland by second round TKO. Why? You say why? Yeah, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just asking what what motivated. Well, I mean, his last fight, he got one in the third round uh, TKO, and his and his uh, fight before that, he got one in the first round. So I'm going. Listen, Darren's a tough guy. Darren's getting out of that first round. The uh, second round, here comes trouble. Hmm. That's why. That's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, and they both fought on that card i was Go gonna ahead, say Jimmy. take your time but be quick because i want to talk about the next fight with mackenzie dern and randa marcos i'm gonna take but take your time all things being equal 12 and 5 18 and 5 they're both very solid um i am gonna take stewart second round submission and the reason i'm doing that is only because holland went into the third round um of his fight and stewart I'm sorry, uh, and Stewart got out of a uh, first-round submission, so I'm going to say maybe he took slightly less damage. I really have no other reason to say that, um, all things being equal. So I'm going to say Stewart, second-round submission. Mackenzie Dern versus Ronda Marcos. I am excited for this fight, Jimmy. I love 
You. No, but I also love jujitsu. Sorry, Timmy. I love to make you smile. But uh, I do love jujitsu and I love it so much. And uh, this fight, I told you, it's a grappler's dream. Ronda Marcos has very good wrestling. She's a very good grappler. Very good. Yeah. Mackenzie Dern is the daughter of the legendary Megaton Diaz. Okay. A, a, a very good black belt. And she's got very good jujitsu. That is why, as a jujitsu man, I am saying that a sub will come in the second round. Oh, I said it. Mackenzie? Yes, Mackenzie will win by sub. Both coming off of sub first round submission wins and then uh, unanimous decision losses before that. Jimmy, I'm not lying when I say they're very good in jujitsu. So it's not like Randall Marcos is going to go, oh, take my arm, please. Sure. You know, she ain't going to say that. Uh, I don't think anybody really says that, but she's not going to be just leaving stuff out there is what I'm saying. But as an, as a very, very um, skilled black belt in jujitsu, I think Mackenzie Dern will play a little chess down there and say, oh, I'm going for this or I'm psych taking this one. You know, she's going to, there's going to be some chess going on down there. Okay. And, uh, and I believe she will win by submission. And you're very good at picking these, Matt. I'm going to say Mackenzie oh, by decision. No, you just said second round submission. Are you saying submission? Yes. Okay. I'm saying I'm, submission, Jimmy. Yes, buddy. I'm going I'm to say decision, Mackenzie. I think Marcos is good enough uh, to take her into the third round and, 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 uh, and lose a decision. All right. Um, now, Johnny Walker against Ryan Spann, light heavyweights. I'm wondering if he's working with Fahaza Hobby. I, that might help me with my decision. But you know what? That's neither here nor there. Because I'm going with Ryan Spann. I am. How? I am. Coming off of a win versus Sam Alvey, which was Split awesome. Yeah. I was the guy to, 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 you know, land some shots on, and he did. And it was, uh, it was awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Devin Clark is no, is no lemon either. He just beat um, shit. I'm going to forget who he just beat. Uh, Alonzo Menefield. Uh, Menefield. That's right. Yeah. Alon- That's right. I was like, it's kind of like Antonio. It's Alonzo. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, you know, um, you know, Devin Clark beat him. Devin Clark, yeah, so, I know what you're saying. Yeah, so for, for Ryan Spann to get a win over him, you know, he's, he's a tough guy, man, and I don't think he's going to fall for the wackiness, you know, that Johnny Walker brings. Cause Johnny I don't know if he, be will he bring that. He was undefeated in the UFC until he dropped these two. I, I don't know if he brings it, uh, you know, or does he try to fight a more uh, – well, maybe he'll try to drop that, but you know, I'm going with Ryan Spann, and I'm going to say third round sub. Hmm. I dare you to do something. You can't sing Ozzy to me the way I sing this to you. What are you going to say? What does he do, Ozzy? Sing something. Um, sing, sing for me, little bird. Sing, <laughs> chirp something else. <laughs> Falling in and out of love with you. Holy fuck, Jimmy. Never, Jimmy, never, ever, ever. I don't like saying never, ever, ever, but don't, don't, don't do that again. You're ruining, you're putting something I love with something I dislike that face and I love your face. Do it again. Falling in and out of love with you. Let me try to do a chip face. I'm going to, nobody can Uh, see it. No, it's fucking asshole. Perfect. Do it again. That's perfect. (laughs) I, the people listening, you don't want to see this anyway. Trust no, it's them. awful. You lose all respect. Two all right, listen. So who, are you, who, are you, who are you going with? 
<laughs> I'd never take Johnny Walker. Again, I don't see him dropping three straight. Okay. Okay, um, then, Adamus. Okay. I'm wrong That's a lot. I thought he looked pretty good against Krylov. Uh, I'll take him. Yeah. I'll take him by decision. I think he fights a more conservative fight. Not because okay. he, I just, I think he fights a smarter fight. You, you um, know he's fighting Ryan Spann. Yeah, I know. Who I think is also, uh, I think he's very solid. Um, Antonio, make a note now. I want Ryan Spann on after this victory. Just for the fact, I want to bring up that I believe in him and that Jimmy thinks that Johnny Walker is going to make an example of him. Well, well, that's getting a little... Jimmy, you didn't say that. I don't want to No, words I think it's going to be a, a decision. For, decision. Okay. Not a first-round oh, okay. knockout. My However, uh, now Hamzat uh, Chimaev against... stir some shit up. Is that... Who? Go ahead. Chimaev against... Uh, 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 Chimaev against uh, uh, Mershart. Now, go ahead. I'm going to let you pick first, and then I'll let you know what I'm saying. Come on, Jimmy. Gerald Mershart. Jimmy, loving the hype trains, Jimmy. Gerald, second-round sub. <gasps> Jimmy, yep. I am so I'm so proud of you, little boy, because I knew I thought maybe you're gonna go. I'm gonna go with the safe. I'm gonna go with the bet that everybody loves this Hamzat, and he's the next big thing. I'm jumping on. I'm jumping on. I got my ticket, and I'm jumping on the train. No, that's what I, I thought I, you were gonna say to me. The moment I heard this fight, I had Marshard pick because, again, he's a very again very tough guy, and he's been in these before. And, and it, it, it whenever somebody wins a couple of really fast fight and then what convinced me is that he seems to be looking past Gerald which is a horrible mistake yes um and you know look he's good enough to score a first round knockout sure but Amir Shart's aware of how good this guy is and I don't think this guy is giving Gerald the attention I think all of a sudden after some press sometimes you get tempted to look beyond and look at the bigger names like the Masvidal's and uh, you know whoever else he's, uh, he, he's he was talking about that he, that he wants to fight. So I'm taking Gerald um, in the uh, he's not looking at Masvidal, but whoever whoever who's he talking about? Uh, uh, oh, the uh, Diaz, the Diaz brothers back to back. Um, you know, and he was also talking about Maya. He was talking about fight, fighting. Maya, Maya, sorry, Maya, yeah, yes. They, 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 well, they were talking about that, putting that as the next fight after because he was asking about it. Oh, yes, okay. Kamzat was asking for him. And he's already saying who he wants next. It's never a good sign. I'm going to say Gerald Mershot. I'm going to say third round decision. I'm going to say he's going to have to weather some stuff. Maybe. Yeah. And then, you know, a Kamzat might not. Who knows how he feels in the third round? We're going to find out. Submission or decision? You're saying, I'm sorry. I'm saying a sub in the third round. Yeah, I thought third round maybe too, just because, like, you know, what did Habib say to. Um, Justin Gaethje, I'm going to take you into deep waters and drown you, which is a great way to describe doing that. Wow. Uh, and, you, and you wonder, is he going to try to do that to bring him into the second and then the third and then get him tired? Quite possibly, Jimmy. Quite possibly. All right. I'm taking Tyrone Woodley. We'll, we'll talk about the Donald one after this, I guess. After we talked to him. Sure. Tyrone versus Price. But I will take Tyrone Woodley and I will take him by mm, 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 what do we want here i'm gonna say third third round tko that's what i said that was kind of that was what i had my first thing was gonna be third round knockout and a lot of your first things are a lot sounding like my things they happen to be but i now that you said it i have to say it was my first thing because now i probably have to change it i don't know why we change it 
Uh, because my, I'm also thinking, does Tyron come out after a couple of really, he's had, I believe, four straight decisions, um, all tough fights. Um, Gilbert Burns was a decision, right? Uh, I'm sure, 100% sure my memory does not always. It's uh, going to yes. land. He's going to pull three, the trigger. Four. He's going to pull the trigger and it's going to land. What round though? A part of me thinks, does Tyron come out in the first or second round and do it? <laughs> it's a tough call, man. I don't know. Yeah, and then again, call. who knows? Colby could win by decision. But I, I, I mean, these guys are both really solid. Um, Jimmy, why are you thinking about that? Because Back to the, you know, I know you. I, I don't want to interrupt you. You but. have to weigh your options, and I'm really thinking: How is Woodley going to come out? Is he going to come out hesitant? Um, because he's lost a couple fights and he's just making, you know, or he's talking about just reacting. Listen to him. He said he's just talking about jumping in. Yeah. I want to see what this Danielle Wolf is going to do in the, uh, in, in, in the featherweight division there. You know, I mean, that girl, she's got a lot of boxing matches. That's why yeah. I thought it was odd that she didn't have uh, any MMA matches, but then I heard she had like 40 something boxing matches. Yeah. And, uh, she, she was a beast in boxing. And I'll tell you, the gear, she went. She went for that guillotine when uh, Tanisha went to take it down, and Tanisha looked great too. She had to overcome getting a bad poke in the eye, and uh, you know she fought through it. You know how, and it was really bad because she was like contemplating, like you know what's going to happen if it stops, you know. But uh, if they stopped the fight, but she ended up fighting through. She had a good. She had, you know she did great the rest of the round. Uh, very close fight though. It was very close. But that Danielle Wolf, I'm excited to see. Because she went for that guillotine. It was tight. And it's a hard thing to say, well, you should never go to your back. Never, never, never say never in MMA. I mean, if they said that to Brian Kelleher, he's not going to get that 39-second sure, win. Exactly. So there is times when you have to do that. And there's also times you'll be giving up the round. So anyway, that, I don't know why that just stuck out with me. But I'm excited what that girl's going to see. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Tanisha back. Woodley second round. Oh, I knew after my rant, you'd have something down there. Okay. Thinking, again, I, I, I just think that he's going to pull the trigger faster this time. And I think that a guy as good as he is and as experienced and smart a fighter as he is, is going to make an adjustment. And like you said, he's maybe been overthinking things. Um, you know, but again, Colby has proved he has a chin too. I mean, they stopped the fight. He didn't, you know, he didn't give up. They stopped the fight with Usman. Um, he can definitely, uh, he's tough. But I just think it's going to be, um, I think we're going to see a, a nice glimpse of uh, the old Woodley here. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. 
Hey man, congrats. Congrats on the on Riot, the boy, your new child. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, where, where are you right? I see you're by an Enterprise rental car. Where are you? Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm renting a car. Uh, to go do what? Just to have it or is it the place you're going? Just to have it. Just to have a car. Um, we're how on, are you we're feeling? On, with- we're on lockdown. Now we're free. Oh, it's like okay. getting out of jail. I don't know if yeah. you've ever been in jail, but it's like getting out of jail. I spent I spent one night in jail, and I'll be honest, the worst part of it was uh, not being able to shit because there was a, a cell full of guys. That was the worst part of the jail. There's no door and there's no toilet paper. So, yeah, that was... I'd have burned, I'd have burned that motherfucker down. <laughs> I wouldn't even... <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, care. I don't think you care about that, Jimmy. I know, but me, I'm a little different than Cowboy Cerrone in jail. You know, my, my risk factor is greater than his, um, you know. <laughs> he he would take a shit in the middle of that cell and he'd look at like he'd sit and wipe him. He'd go, you clean up. That's what he would say, Donald. Bad motherfucker right there. So <laughs> Listen, I, I, hey Donald, now with this with your fight with Nico now, what a great dance partner to have. Because he's a wacky gentleman. He's wacky in the best sense of the word. Well, he he's wacky. He's wacky. He I is like wacky, it, and I love it. I love it. Now, that's a perfect type of like I said, a perfect kind of dance partner for you to get back in there with. Did it matter who it was, or did you get excited when you saw uh, Nico's name on there? No, I don't care. You know me, man. I don't care. I just want to fight. So it don't matter. But I seen Nico in Florida. Uh, we actually sat and bullshitted for a while next to each other, so it was cool. Uh, I'm excited. Fighting to me is it's what I love, man. So uh, I don't have to get more excited or less excited for – any kind of a fight, you know, just ready. You're not motivated by necessarily who the opponent is, just the idea that you have a fight. Exactly. And uh, h- how are you feeling after, uh, you know, you've had a couple of losses, but obviously everyone still loves watching you fight. It, does, it doesn't affect. Oh, I've, had, I've had four losses. You can go ahead and say it. It's all right. All right, yeah, but I mean, does that uh, get into your, because it doesn't affect people. Nobody thinks cowboy, you just think, oh, I'm watching cowboy fight. Does it affect your mentality at all going into it? Man, it sucks, you know. It uh, I was born to win, you know. That's what I what I do. I compete all the time, and everything. And winning is what I love. So yeah, it sucks. Like, especially my last fight, you know, the Anthony. I felt really good. Training camp went well. I went in there, and I just didn't get it done, you know. But it's like shit. When when you leave it to decisions and you lose, that that those hurt more than me than like like the Connor one sucked, you know. Gaethje sucked. Got knocked out. I mean, it's, it's like been a been one hell of a little downward spiral for me so uh who knows that shit doesn't really affect me too bad though like, i don't sit and dwell on it, you know yeah it sucks but i'm not like worried about is am i getting old is my chin getting suspect like, none of that bothers me just the fact like taking the losses sucks you know but uh man it's new baby on the way newfound uh love and shit i can't wait to go out there and play on on saturday and does it, does it, I don't know if you even noticed, I can because you're you, but the fact that the fan support doesn't change at all. And, and people, like I said, no matter what, still want to see you fight. It's, it's like, you know, you and Gaethje are like that, whereas neither one of you guys are ever in a fight that isn't entertaining to watch. So you're, you're always going to fight for as long as you want to. And I'm fighting, exactly. Until, until Dana and Sean Shelby call me and say, Calvin, we cannot allow you to use a fucking walker to walk down the aisle, man. It's a trip <laughs> So we need you to, we got we got to have you pull it back. But like I said, I love it. It's it's like a sickness to me, man. There's nothing I could feel or find that gives me that feeling on Saturday night, whether it be this whole week, 
and the nerves and the ride and going out there and fighting like it's the craziest rush and I'm gonna miss it when it's gone so while it's here I'm gonna keep on running as hard as I can yeah because you know I was just gonna say because win lose draw you do always get that pit in the stomach feeling before you have to walk out and there's nothing quite like that of that you're walking into the unknown you've been there thousands of times but you're still walking into the unknown it's still a new experience no matter how many times you've done it it is a very new experience like you can't and, and everyone's like why can't you try to duplicate it you try to bring it back you try to throughout training and you try to find it feel it refresh it but you can't it's new every single time and it's and every time it's a different opponent, every time it's a different scenario and different buildup. And it's like, it's, it's the wildest ride ever. From the day you sign your contract to training camp, to fight week, to fight night, to getting your hand raised. Like, man, it's, it's the wildest ride I've ever been on. Is the difference the longer you do it, the more like you can never replicate it or, or make it go away. But is the longer you do it, the better you get at managing that stuff and at least knowing what to expect? Man, I, I like to comfortably say... I think this is my 36 UFC, 36 or 37 coming on Saturday. I've done it more than anybody. And fuck no, I have not figured it out. So I'm still scared. Right now I feel good. You know, my my uh, fight weeks are a lot better. But, uh, you know, come Friday night, I'm still going to lay there and doubt myself. and come. See, you know what I mean? It's crazy the, how mental takes over everything. So uh, I wish I had the, the secret pill or the secret answer and let everyone know to stay strong and be tough. But man. I'm just, I'm the biggest pussy out there, I think. No, I was going to ask you if you're still flying planes. I've thought of you quite a few times when I've been in turbulence and how it just doesn't affect you the same way it affects me. Are you still going up and flying? Yeah, all the time, man. I love it. I love it. But uh, that turb- you know, what's weird is your airplane won't just fall out of the sky. So the worst that could happen is you'll have a graceful fall. You know what I mean? Like, it'll take hundreds and hundreds of feet before you hit the ground. So you're, they'll find somewhere soft soft dish they'll want to know should we hit the tree should we hit the rock should we hit the water they'll try to find the softest hard object to hit so at least you have that underneath you are you still going up though and letting it drop are you still doing that oh fuck yeah that's my favorite that's the best that's hard so flying those airplanes those are like million dollar aircraft so it's hard to get in but uh i do fly a lot and i fly a little cessna but it doesn't i can't get it to wing and bang like that one so i've done that one probably four or five times and there's only two maneuvers that that plane cannot do. And there's only two aircrafts in the entire world that can do the maneuvers that plane does. So it's incredible, man. It's, you could, you could damn near, if imagine Donkey Kong grabbing the tail of a plane and throwing it, flicking it, you can make that plane do it and recover from it. So it's pretty cool. Do you still want to do that squirrel suit? Cause dude, come on, man. Don't Donald, you got kids. Don't do that shit, man. That, that's uh, fucking crazy. I do want to do the squirrel suit, yes. Uh, I got to get some more jumps underneath my belt. I only have about 30 skydiving jumps, so uh, you need 200 before you can get oh, wow. certified to do that. So, uh, yeah. I don't know how you practice that, though. I guess it's got to be similar to hand gliding in a sense. How do you practice it? Over a fucking lake? I mean, how do you practice flying through the – one's like, ah, I fucked up. You fucked up. You're dead. Ah, uh, no. See, you're not dead. Just like in the airplane, you think you're dead, but you have a you simply unclick the like button and then click the like button. You got a you got a safety shoot on you too. So if the one shoot goes bad, you unclick it, click the like button. You do have a safety thing. Now, when you're in that squirrel suit, are you jump you cliff jumping or is it out of a plane as well? I will do it out of a plane, but I tell you that now until I get certified, then I'll probably go off the top of a top of a big 
rock ledge and get as close as I can, drag my fingers across the side of the mountain. Who knows? Now, you jumped on a – did you ever – you rode a bull before? Yep. I, I used to actually – that's all I did in high school was chase the rodeo and bull ride. I, now, I did it once on the Dana White looking for a fight. And I'll tell you right now, bef- when you're holding on to it and right before they let it open, that might have been – one of the closest feelings I had to a fight because I knew it wasn't going to end well, no matter what. Like, I, <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like this, I'm not going to just get off this thing. Like I'm going to get thrown. And Dana yeah, did it too, which it, I give a lot of respect for, man. Oh, uh, how fun. Yeah. Bull riding is, is, is different. A different beast. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun though. It's fun. I'll tell you though, Donald, I like when you said before, you're like, Oh no. And you were joking around like, Oh, I'm really the biggest pussy. It's really that you're just being honest. And that's what everybody loves about you. Because not a lot of fighters. Nah, oh, man, I, if you don't, if you're scared, you're not made for this shit. I don't fucking think so. I think yeah. most people, and I know from being in there, are feeling that, and they're feeling some of the doubt, and they're feeling that that somebody could say it's fear, but it's oh, I say fair. it's the feeling of being alive. There's something's gonna happen, just like something's gonna happen Saturday night with him and Nico Price. Hey, you ever go to um, you ever go to uh, Dubai? The, the Burj Khalifa. I think they were letting people jump off a couple of those things. Um, have Have you ever been there? And would you do that? I have. I have been to Dubai. Yes, and um, I don't know. The whole time I was over, I did like Dubai, Afghanistan, Kuwait, Baghdad. Just, I don't know if I'll ever go back. So, uh, nothing against that side of the world. It's just not for old cowboy. That's just uh, how I feel. So, I don't know if I'll, you know, like the Fight Island thing, I told him, you guys come back to Vegas, you sign me up. I don't know if you'll see me fighting over on the Fight Island. That's a long flight. To a place I just don't feel too comfortable, so I don't know. And are you, I, no, I was asking, what the, would you jump off something like that, though? Like, well, uh, yeah, Of course, I'd jump off it, but I, I was just reiterating, I would definitely do it, but I'd have to go there to do it, and I don't sure. plan on going there, so yeah. But if they have something like that here, you would do it, which they, they do Absolutely. in Vegas, but it's not the same, I don't think. They have that, uh, the stratosphere jump. Yeah, I've done it. Done it twice. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Jimmy, don't give him any more ideas. I'm trying to keep him out of a squirrel shoot for little Danger and Wyatt. They need their dad. You're pointing them towards the tallest buildings. Look, man, this is going to be a great fight. Obviously, co-main event uh, Saturday night. Woodley Covington is a great main event. You got a good fight before you. Uh, Shemaev and, and Mershart. So uh, good luck on Saturday, man. I'm happy you're fighting again. I'm happy they're back in Vegas. And uh, everybody loves watching you fight. So you'll awesome. be fighting for as long as you want. Yes, sir. This one's going to be fun, man. This one's for me. So, uh... That's the best part. I'm not going out to prove anything. I got all the people saying I should retire. Man, this is Matt, you know, baby. This is for Cowboy, brother. So uh, it's going to yeah. be super fun. Can't wait, man. It's going to be great. Nico's a perfect guy to fight for you. It's, it's going to be an exciting fight. It's got fight of the night written all over it. Good. I could use a little extra money. <laughs> Buy me a squirrel suit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Cowboy. Take care, man. All right, boys. Yeah, I'm fascinated with that plane stuff. He's really a fearless. He's funny. He's fear, he does crazy, crazy shit that I would never do besides fighting. I like that he's honest, though. Yeah. It is, Jimmy, it's scary. It's fucking scary in there. You know what I mean? It really is. And, uh, and it makes me, when I talk about it, it actually makes me miss it. And I know that sounds weird. No, I understand. Because you miss that. I know that feeling he's talking about. Yeah. Every fight is its own unique experience. Yep. And, uh, Man, I'll tell you, I was leaning towards Nico. You know, I love Nico. He's a wacky guy. Yeah. I, I like the way that – I think there's a lot of relief now with Cowboy. It really is. I think it's a – real like, he knows that Nico's 
a, a guy that's just going to be going in there, going after him. And I think Nico is very unorthodox and very dangerous from everywhere. I think standing up, Cowboy is the more polished striker. I think he's going to find he's going to he's going to find a home for some of his strikes. And I'm going to say third round stoppage, Cowboy. See, I was thinking decision, uh, but but again, they are they're fighting at 170, um, and that's been a little bit tougher um, in 155. I don't know. I really don't know that it's. I mean, in my heart, I would love to see Cowboy just because it's four straight fights. Uh, so I want to see him get a win. Um, I'll take Cowboy by decision. I think if he wins, it's going to be a decision. I think it's going to be a very tough fight. Um, you know, because it's at 170, I think it's going to be a little bit harder than it would be if it was somebody at 155. So I'll take Cowboy by a uh, decision. Jimmy, now it's about hurry up and waiting. And we got the fight this Saturday. We do. What do you want to plug, my good friend? Nothing. Uh, oh, Jim and goodness. Sam on SiriusXM with a Chip Chipperson on Patreon if you're interested. And um, that's you it. Know, Jimmy, I'm, on, I'm back on Cameo. Back Good. like I never left. I've been yeah, doing. Me too. I've been singing happy birthdays. I've been telling people every time somebody does that. I'm always inviting them down to my school when we're able to strangle each other again, and right. uh, I tell them they get a free class on there. So when they get a cameo with me, they're basically getting a free jujitsu lesson if they're ever in New York. SarahBJJ.com, homie. Yeah, it's get um, a Kimura Savage shirt. It's not Kamora Bucko. It's not Kamora Lad. Kamora Chap. Well. Kamora Chipperson. Don't, don't ever. Don't no. ever. No, no, no. We're not related. I'll bend your arm back or something. <laughs> you know, like Jimmy, that. I miss you already. You uh, next week, I will be away. Okay. Oh, you are? I'm going to fight Island. I was starting to think, you ever hear a Sweet Haven from, from the Popeye movie? Sweet, Sweet Haven. God must love us. Fight. Fight Island, Dana must love us. It's something I'm working with. Yeah, you know, again, Popeye with Robin Williams, you could refer to that. Listen, Jimmy, yeah. uh, I, I want to next week, even though I'm going to be away, I'm going to try to call in and we'll sure. get it where, you know, we'll talk to me when I'm on Fight Island. Good, buddy. Okay, buddy? Talk to you soon. So don't be, don't be, don't be thinking, no, hold on, we're leaving, no, but don't sorry. be thinking you're not going to see me in over a week. I wouldn't let that happen, Jimmy. Okay, good. good. All right, brother. I will talk to you by, uh, I'll probably talk to you by this weekend. Okay, pal. All I'm right. Unfiltered Army, we love you all. I'm using the word love a lot. Okay. I'm actually saying it to a lot of guys who call in, and I'm going to start to slow down with that, Jimmy. You're a nice be man. Really uncomfortable. No. Love you, Jimmy. I love you. Bye, guys. <laughs> Later, buddy. Bye, everyone. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Tired of fighting your kids to make their bed? Say hello to Betty's. The unique design lets your kids make their bed with just a zip. 
Our patented bedding includes everything you need. A fitted sheet, top sheet, and comforter in one seamless piece that zips together. Kids love the feeling of accomplishment when they can make their bed by themselves every day. Make your mornings easier and visit Bettys.com. That's B-E-D-D-Y-S dot com.